This is Unresearched, the Dispatches from the Adventure podcast, with your host, Dr. Joe Anderson. One of the things that I've, one of, one of my <laughs> theory priorities, one of, one of the things that I have uh, focused on in, in developing has been this idea of ever-increasing verisimilitude <clears throat> in the presentation of fictional narratives. Specifically fantastic fictional narratives. You know, narratives that take place in worlds and under conditions that are not realistic. And and yet, and yet, we are seeing greater and greater verisimilitude specifically there. But I feel like I can and should offer an important refinement of that. Basically, I think I just kind of want to feel out a few of the boundaries around verisimilitude and what I've called the project of verisimilitude. The fact of the matter is that in narrative, most narrative, most of the time, there is a clear physical separation allowing for a clear cognitive exit. Give I can example I can give examples of, of any piece of media, but I'll just give these two. So movie theater. The boundaries of the screen and and the fact that you are then surrounded otherwise by darkness. So that all you have to do to to physically break away from the narrative is look away from the screen. Cognitively, then, you can break away from the screen if you're distracted by something else in the environment, or if you're distracted by your own bodily situation, or if the movie is boring and your mind wanders, right? And, and your actual real life just kind of takes up too much of your attention. But within that screen, and, and with Dolby surround sound, or whatever, what you get is quite realistic with all the CGI and, and all that. And then, you know, good acting, good plot. You can still very much build a conception of that diegesis, of, of that fabula, of that narrative realm. But the important thing there is, is that we do recognize that there is a distinct, accessible, non-trivial difference and differentiation between the narrative realm and the real world. Okay. So then, let's look at LARPing because of its species to make it to make it very similitudinous. So you're in the middle of the LARP. Uh, you're at a convention and some group has set up a LARP about vampires. And let's say now now with that movie, let's say you've never seen that movie before in that movie theater. So equally, let's say that you've never 
done this LARP before, but maybe you've done other LARPs, come in as the LARP is going on because that's just how it goes sometimes. So right off, there is a contextual, um, not impermeable barrier, but a contextual um, shelf, right, that you have to kind of overcome. And I think that eventually you will, you know, if you play that particular mark long enough um, for other reasons. And it is one of the ways that you might break from that narrative as it's going on. If you become confused, you hit some sort of something that you're just not into. Or if you are knocked out by the fact that there are certain things that you cannot effectively simulate. So, for instance, vampires turn into bats. And there is a certain degree of uh, disbelief of verisimilitude that has to be just kind of ignored as you watch people flapping their arms running around. I deal specifically with kind of advanced rendering technologies. I think one of the limitations that I had had before was I was only I was only considering verisimilitude within the frame of the simulation, and for a for a reader, I think that that needs to be refined. To verisimilitude is definitely a media development priority, but it is not yet 100% achieved in all or most media themselves. And so therefore, I think that creates a situation where, creates among other things, a situation of irony, where media makers will take advantage of the lack of verisimilitude in their work to play upon viewers' actual real-world expectations. So I can give two examples. One is Henry Fonda in Once Upon a Time in the West. The, the guy had like these striking blue eyes, and he was usually clean-shaven, and he showed up on set with brown contacts and wearing a, a big pink mustache. His idea had been that he wanted to mess around with and kind of enhance verisimilitude by making himself look different so that people didn't see him as Henry Fonda. And that, that I think is a good representation of what media more generally is trying to do, is it's trying to put on the mustache of the thing itself. But what Leone decided to do instead was to play on the viewer's expectations when they actually did see the iconic face of Henry Fonda. He wanted his viewers to recognize for themselves that this was Henry Fonda, the guy who had played the hero in everything they had seen previously. So that when he was the bad guy here, it would be that much more shocking. I think that that clear acceptance of the non-diegetic realm and the viewer's 
experience with media as media is definitely worth recognizing. Now, the other example, though, is because, you know, modernism then evolves into postmodernism and whatever. Um, a few years ago, Tarantino made Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he very clearly, in part, modeled Leonardo DiCaprio's character on, on that story. Because Leonardo DiCaprio's character, when he plays a bad guy for the first time, does exactly that. He, he puts on this big mustache and he looks very different. But the thing is that he puts them on basically in front of the viewer, within the diegesis itself, looking like something other than his character. As some media, some of the time, is recognizing and taking advantage of the lack of verisimilitude between the diegetic realm and the real world, even then, that can eventually be used to subvert the sense of difference between those two and, and actually reinforce the diegetic realm as complete. He does change his looks and, and really throughout a lot, a lot of the rest of that film, it is to a degree a building's Roman in that it is a, he, he is developing. And, and he's doing things he hadn't done before. Now, I wouldn't say that the viewers necessarily doing anything they haven't done before by following him there, but they have certainly taken a realistic bent in that they want to show their characters development.